Welcome everyone to episode 144 of TLDR podcast. Um, I am not as witty or smart as Tyler and Traden, so I did not come up with some number based this day in sports history. <laughs> I did none of those things. So we're not doing it. Um, also, James isn't here. So just if you're waiting to hear his voice, you're, you're shit out of luck. Um, <laughs> We do have his information for some things, and we will get to that in a little bit. Um, but Tyler, it is uh, well. One, how you doing? Two thoughts on we're just going to kind of run into James's football stuff. So, how was your wild card weekend? Other than your disappointment in bird based Philadelphia based teams? Yeah, I mean, before I get to the football, I mean, I'm I'm good, chilling, doing well. Um, you know, baseball, college baseball season is right around the corner, about a month away now, um, which is really exciting. Um, so I'm getting ready for that, and uh, even major league baseball season, you know, we can, we can sniff spring training right around the corner. So that's exciting. Um, but yeah, wild card weekend, NFL, obviously, you know, both both of my teams. I know I got two of them, but uh, I mean, for the Rams, we kind of talked about off air a little bit. Alex, you speak a little bit more, like. You know, that was a great game against them and the Lions. And I think you, can, even though they lost the game, like it was a great effort put put by the team. And I think you're overall like Rams fandom is feeling pretty good about the team, even though we lost. On the other side, my other team, the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, I can't explain to you how embarrassing of an effort that was they put forth. How I've never seen. It's hard to believe that that was the team that started the season ten and one, um, and just how. He, I unexplainable of a collapse that is over last month of the season. And there's going to be a lot of changes, I think going on. I think there was a lot, it was a multi-factored reason why the Eagles fell apart there at the end, but extremely disappointing. Um, just, the, just, I mean, it was the most nauseous I've ever felt watching a football game in my life. Like I didn't, I didn't watch the last quarter. I turned it off after the third, um, just the lack of tackling, the lack of any adjustment on offense, like just an overall, just, terrible game. Like, like they didn't even give a shit. They didn't even try, which, you know, sucks because that was Jason Kelsey's last game. Um, he retired and he's embodies everything there is to be a, a, about, about an Eagle. And I mean, congrats to him in his career. And that's just a shitty way to go out for an all time Eagles player. So Eagle Eagles fandom is not doing well right now. I'll tell you that much. Uh, no, their fans are throwing buckets of popcorn at Nick yeah. Sirianni as he walks off the field. So yeah, they're, they're struggling. Uh, Trading, I'm assuming the Oilers just scored because they're playing the Leafs and you're freaking out. Um, But we're not talking about that right now. Um, In your two teams, the Chargers didn't even begin to sniff the playoffs. The Niners, as we all know, will be playing this weekend coming up. But how was your first wild card? What they call it? Super wild card weekend? Super wild card weekend. Um, My super wild card. It was good. I mean, I golfed on Saturday and I missed some of the first game. Um... I mean, I think the reality is, I think the only good game was was the the night game on Saturday, uh, or oh, I guess it would be Sunday. Excuse me. Um, the other games, I mean, obviously the Bills got pushed because of the because of the weather. I mean, that was just an interesting storyline. Um, but the best game by far was the was that Detroit uh, LA game for a myriad of reasons. It was close. It was uh, high scoring, and it was the storylines were just awesome. Uh, and um, I do want to just give such appreciation to that to that um, Detroit Lions team. Um, that was such a huge huge win for the for that city. But when I look at the teams that kind of you know, as a Niner fan, I, you you know you're 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 playing the you're playing the Green Bay Packers on paper. 
that it shouldn't be a game. It should just be a clinic. However, look at what Jordan Love did and the rest of that. And, and even the Green Bay Packers defense did to that, you know, Cowboys team. And I know it's the Cowboys and it's just like par for the course for them at this point, but they made them look like children, in my opinion. I mean, they just made them look so horrible. And I did not, I didn't really expect that. I mean, I also did not expect the Texans to be unbelievable. <laughs> what a, well, it, 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 that that was an unbelievable uh, win, and and the and the G- Green Bay Packers just an unbelievable. Like it, it, it's just storybook to see them in the playoffs. Jordan Love winning a playoff series, a playoff game, and and also the Detroit Lions win, make, make, uh, win, winning a playoff game. Um, you know, little less than three hundred sixty-five or a little more than three hundred sixty-five days away from the Detroit Lions knocking Aaron Rodgers, uh, Green Bay Packers, out of the playoffs when they had nothing else to win for. So. Football's in just a great spot, guys. I, I that's my opinion. Yeah, I think the way that their their new uh, playoff system has worked has been a positive thing. Instead of like the top two seeds getting the buys, and then you know three playing six, four playing five. I think adding that then seventh team has really helped. Um, even though, and like this year, you know, Steelers probably aren't a playoff team if we're being completely honest. And we didn't really think the Packers were, and then they went out and spanked the Cowboys. So sometimes it works that way. Sometimes it doesn't. Um, yeah, that, that lions Rams game was awesome. Um, super pumped for the city of Detroit and Jared Goff. I'm sure he was, I'm sure he's still smiling ear to ear. Um, and for the Rams, like just speaking on them, you know, the beginning of the season, they were looked at as like a potential bottom five team in the NFL. And then they had a great season. They've now, you know, Puka's breaking records all over the place. He will be a fixture to come. Kyron, it was, you know, not great in that playoff game, but was amazing all season. Matthew Stafford can still sling it. Cooper cups, obviously fantastic. Aaron Donald is Aaron Donald. They're, they're set up for the future, which is awesome. Um, and trade and shout out to you. You nailed the Joe Flacco two picks thing. I li- re listened to that section of the podcast and you said that and he did that. So shout out. to <laughs> Alan. Hell yeah. Um, all right. We're going to, we're going to, I'm going to play James here. So imagine that I'm four to f- six inches shorter than I am in Asian for a second. Um, <laughs> and we're going to do just a really quick run through of the, I guess they call them the, the, this, the divisional rounds. Um, so let's start with the Texans. Um, they are going to Baltimore. Um, also, just imagine James is saying a really a bunch of really intelligent things about both <laughs> these teams right now um, because I didn't do any of this. Uh, so, Traden, who do you got? Texans, Ravens. Yeah, this one. I, I mean, again, this is one of those that on paper the Ravens are, are, are in my opinion, are the best team in in, in football right now. Mm-hmm. Um, they 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 prove that uh, they prove that by absolutely spanking the the Niners on Christmas Day, and that at that point, you know, you got to give respect where it's due. Uh, Lamar has is MVP this year, in my opinion, um, and and all of that is fantastic, and the defense is great. However, this Texans team just dismantled the second best defense in the league. But that happens to be behind, uh, you know, the Baltimore Ravens, which was the uh, the Browns, and he they did it pretty handedly. And you, you wonder if CJ Stroud can just catch, you know, and, and just, you know, you never with the playoffs, you never know if if, if the right players are gonna are, are gonna come out. And CJ Stroud has has already done that. With that said, I just can't I just can't bet against this uh, Baltimore team. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna to give this to one of the Baltimore Ravens. All right, 
uh, Tyler, Texans going to Baltimore. Yeah, I I love what this Texans team has going for them. I like I said, I I almost picked the Texans last week just because I, you know, it wasn't until the last week of the season I really paid attention to CJ Stroud and like how he plays. He is legit. Like I I, I like this guy. I think he's gonna be a really good quarterback, and the Texans won that pick for sure. Um, and he did fantastic in that in that wild card round against the Browns. It wasn't even a game. Um, but I think to train's point, this is the Baltimore Ravens. Um, that the Texans were at home, you know, um, under, under their own, um, comfortable conditions. They're going to be on the road outdoors, probably going to be a lot colder, you know? Um, and like I said, the Baltimore Ravens are the best team in football right now. It's just as a complete package of a team, it's really tough to pick this upset. So I'm going to go the Ravens, um, for this pick, but I mean, Texans, I think they're, they're going to make this a really good game. Um, and, and I'm definitely excited to watch the, uh, those two quarterbacks go at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Tyler, not to throw you under the bus, but everyone else picked the Texans last week, and you Damn. were the late the parties. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, we were all wrong about the Cowboys Packers one. So that, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That one didn't go well. I was wrong oh. a lot this weekend. Yeah. Except for the Eagles losing. You got that one right. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, James picked the Ravens as well. I'm also going to pick the Ravens. I really, really thought about picking the Texans. But I think Mark Andrews potentially is returning for Baltimore. No. They designated him to return from IR. I don't know what that really means. Um, like, oh, I know what it means, but I don't know how much he could potentially play. But if they get Mark Andrews back, including um, their who what was this? Uh, quick, quickly is that the other likely, likely who Traden would not shut up about for like four <laughs> and did an amazing job. So if somehow they have both of them and Lamar and everyone else like that with a week of rest, that Ravens team should, should be pretty good. I mean, te- the Texans are coming quick. Like they're, they're legit and they should be legit for a while, but I think the Ravens are just a little too good. Um, remaining in the AFC, uh, the Kansas city chiefs won the fourth coldest NFL game of all time. They're going to Buffalo with the most snow of all time or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> This will be the third matchup um, of these two teams in the playoffs over the last couple of years. Both of those other ones were in Kansas city. This one will be in Western New York. Um, So Tyler bills chiefs. Again, bills chiefs, Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen volume three, definitely the best matchup of the weekend uh, going into it with all the storylines. I'm going to go with the bills here. I think third time's a charm. They're at home. Um, they, and they've won six in a row. This Bills team is playing their best football at, at at the right time. I think this is the year they finally get over that uh, Kansas City Chiefs hump. Okay, I like that. Trading? I can't believe I'm saying this because three weeks ago, I thought that the Bills were the biggest fakers, but they are really turning my my mind around here. Um, jo- just watching Josh Allen turn like run for 52 yards for a touchdown is ridiculous. Um, that's just, that's just, that's just bonkers to me. I, I, you know, I look at this T I look at the chiefs team and I just don't see the threat that they used to be guys. Like I, I just don't, um, I know, I know that they handled the business there against Miami, but who was picking Miami in that game? Like, there's just no way they were they're They're, they're fish out of water. No, no, no pun intended. Nice. Uh, and it just, they, there's just no way they were going to come out of that game with a loss. And, but, but this, the, but, but this Bills offense is better than the Chiefs offense. I can't believe I'm saying that, but I have way more faith in the, in the Bills offense. That being said, I know, I understand the Chiefs defense has kind of been, um, you know, the, the high point for the Chiefs. I just think that, that they're going to have their hands full. Also, 
I think the home field advantage is going to be massive here. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. I'm also taking the bills. This will be the first time Patrick Mahomes has started a road playoff game, which is other than super bowls, <laughs> which is wild. Um, yeah, I agree. I think the, I just think the Buffalo crowd is going to be so fired up. And the fact that they're in Buffalo, not KC will help a lot. And like, Everyone on the Chiefs just seems to drop passes. Even I think Travis Kelsey had like three or four in that game. Granted, again, it was cold as shit, but um, I'm going to... It's been like that all season for them. Though. Sure. Like, it has been all season. Uh, James is going with the Chiefs. So either James is going to look really smart or we all get to make fun of him next week. <laughs> um, moving on to the NFC. The Green Bay Packers are going to the Bay and taking on the San Francisco 49ers trade and you are wearing a 49ers shirt right this second so are you going Niners or are you going upset yeah <laughs> I, can't, I can't pick it upset here uh, I, I, the, there's always a risk of saying this but then but I've never seen an easier path to the Super Bowl for the 49ers uh, I think that they are the best team in the NFC by a margin um, and that's be and that's with all the love to the Detroit Lions that's with all the love to um, to Tampa Bay and to Green Bay. Uh, they've you know the, all those teams have done great, but I, I th- this team is just built for for the playoffs. Um, that being said, I, after watching what they did to the Cow- Dallas Cowboys, you, you're kind of worried about what can happen if things just don't go the way of the 49ers. But at the end of the day, they've had a week to to rest. They've almost they basically have had two weeks to rest um, some of their uh, some of their starters, including CMC, who who should be you know very very healthy now and ready to go. Um, I, I just don't know how they don't win <laughs> I hate to say that I really do, but, um, uh, you know, we'll see. All right. Tyler. Yeah. Packers obviously shocked the world last week. Um, and they look as confident as ever. And it's just not a team that we expected to play that well. Um, the 49ers, unlike the Cowboys, I don't think are very prone to playoff upsets. Um, so I think this is definitely a much harder test for, um, the Packers. And I agree with everything that Trayton said. I think this, they're by far the class of the, of the NFC. Um, I just don't get the feeling that they're not going to show up like Dallas did, you know, and just, just completely not be prepared and not ready to roll from opening kickoff. So I expect the Niners to win this game. Um, I think the Packers, like I said, they're playing a lot of comments right now. So I think they'll make it a game. They'll make it close. Um, you know, maybe, you know, going into halftime, maybe it's a really close game, but I expect the Niners at the end of it to, to come out on, on top here. Yeah. Uh, James surprisingly also picked the 49ers, which I shock, should Shocker. surprise anyone. Shocker. I'm going to say the Packers shock the world just to throw it out there. Do I think it's going to happen? No, but if it does happen, then I look like a genius. You so I for gonna, those takes, but yeah, I'm yeah. going to go <laughs> Packers. Just keep on a roll. I mean, technically the Niners haven't won a game in three weeks. You're not. Maybe that was a buy. <laughs> maybe that was because they rested everyone in week 18, but they haven't won a game in three weeks. So they're obviously going downhill. Uh, and then finally, we have Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, going to Detroit. Detroit gets two home playoff games in one playoff. What a ride it's been. Uh, Tyler, you love Baker Mayfield, just as we all do on this podcast. He's going up against Jared Goff in Detroit. Bucks, Lions. Yeah, biggest fan, Baker Mayfield, or whatever. Um, but yeah, so obviously, um, I didn't give the Buccaneers much credit because I knew Philly would lose, and I'm kind of doing the same thing here. I'm not giving the Buccaneers much credit because I don't think the 
have a chance against this D- Detroit Lions team. Um, I think Lions all day for me. I mean, they're coming off an emotional win, um, first win in 30 plus years um, in, the, in the in the playoffs for the Lions. Um, I think they're going to rally behind that home crowd and, and advance the conference championship game, which is just it'll. I, I think we're going to continue that great story of the D- of the Detroit Lions finally coming back to a little bit of relevance here. So um, I don't. I would be shocked if the Lions drop this game. Okay, trade. Here's my issue with that game, um, and I and I ta- and I asked Kylie this, I, or I said, or Ted said this to Kylie. I said the problem with this game is I don't know if it's the Bucks or if I'm talking about the game, the uh, last week's game, the Bucks or if it's the Eagles. That you know what I mean? Like uh, you can't really Bucks take much. Did the Eagles just lose? Right, Eagles lost it. I don't know how much. I, stock, I mean, the Buccaneers looked incredible, but. I, I they they were against players that weren't even deci- that decided not to play that day. So I don't I don't know what kind of stock to put into that win. That being said, the emotional amazing win that the Detroit Lions had, I think that that's something that we can that we can eat into. Um, at the end of the day, the Buccaneers cannot run the ball. I I understand that Baker's done an amazing job, and I and I give him full credit. Uh, he's he's a candidate for me. He's not the candidate, but he's my candidate for um, uh, comeback player of the year. I mean, what he did to Tampa Bay is pretty amazing. With Tampa Bay is pretty amazing. Uh, that being said, I just don't see how Detroit's going to lose this game. I think that they are the better team through and through. Jared Goff's just going to do Goff things and not throw picks. Yeah, I mean, there he didn't throw a pick in that Rams game. I don't even think there was a turnover in that Rams-Lions no. game. On either but side, nope. That game was wild. Was um, cool. James also picked the Lions. I'm also going to pick the Lions. I'm riding the Lions' pride the whole way, rest of the way they're making the super bowl. I'm going to say it right now. Um, the only worry for me is like, how do they come back from that emotional win? And like, sometimes you're like the high, the high of, you know, the Stafford thing and like first playoff game and fucking forever. And like coming back from that is a little worrisome. But like, you think Dan Campbell's going to let that happen? No. Absolutely not. Dan Campbell I, has has them in the gym today. Like, you better shut the fuck up. Take yeah. the smile off your face. Go off. It's work time. I was watching the game with my parents and my dad was like, the Lions coach is scary. I'm like, yeah, oh he's, he's a dude. I absolutely love that guy. Yeah, he's <laughs> awesome. Um, but yeah, that's it. So we'll, we'll have James back next week, uh, I think. And then we will be into the conference, uh, conference championships. So it's, it's coming down. We're down to eight teams already, which somehow seems crazy after so many storylines about the playoffs. Um, but we're going to take a quick break and then Traden is going to take us through what's going on in the NHL. Welcome back, everybody. Traden is going to take us through uh, everything going on in the NHL. And we're about halfway through the season, Traden. It is flying by. It is really flying by. Um, and, you know, yeah, we are at the quarter, uh, the second quarter quell, which I kind of alluded to last week. And I talked about in my power, uh, power rankings article, um, just like I did a few, you know, a few, a uh, few weeks back uh, at the first quarter quell, I asked you guys your rankings in terms of your playoff predictions. And we're going to do that again. But first, we have some, some uh, business to talk about. Let's talk about the in-season cup. Right now, the Boston Bruins hold the Stanley or the in-season cup for James. He he wrangled it back from Alex. Alex, uh, when you when the Devils took it last week or a couple of days ago, I was frightened. I was like, here we I go. 
honest to God, didn't even know they had it. <laughs> they did. <laughs> they I did just for so a while. Just no idea. They, they they win. They beat the Panthers and then they lose to Boston. <laughs> so. Hey, any little points I can get, I'll take. Yeah, but it's tight. I mean, you have 31. Tyler, you're second with 26. So you're actually in it this time. Um, James is at 21 and counting, and I sit with 17. Um, so I'm, you know, losing that race, but you know, winning others, so it's okay. Um let's get into the nitty-gritty. Uh, I don't want to, we don't need to talk about fantasy because it's it's fine. We don't it's fine. Um, I want to talk about three teams that we expected to do very, very well uh, down this stretch. And we're doing very, very well until they weren't. And one of the teams is your guys' team. And, I'm, and I apologize. We have to talk about them, but we really need to talk about them. Uh, Toronto, LA, and the Golden Knights. Um, just, what, two months ago, less than two months ago, uh, we were sitting with, you know, the Knights were, you know, strong. The Kings seemed like the the class of the of the Pacific Division at one point. And the Toronto Maple Leafs seemed like they were going to just do their thing and get through and, and everything will be fine. Well, two months later, things have changed. And, uh, you know, it, thankfully, the, the Kings won yesterday. And I think the Vegas won yesterday, but the Kings dropped another game today. So it's been tough for you guys. Uh, I just want to, you know, I'm just going to ask you guys, like, who... Uh, what, what's your what team worries you the most? And and you guys can actually talk more about the LA Kings and specifically on what kind of things you're you're worried about. And I'll, I'll ask some questions there. But uh, first, I want to ask which team worries you the most, Tyler? To be honest, none of these teams worry me a ton. I think all three of them are good hockey teams. Just kind of go all going through a a, a big skid right now. I think Toronto is is going to be there in the end. I, I just I have a high I, I really don't think that they're going to slide that far. Um, with Vegas, the one thing you can point to is possibly just kind of, you know, Stanley Cup hangover kind of deal. Um, you know, are they as motivated to, you know, if especially if they go through another slump closer to the end of the season, um, can they hang on and like really push through? Um, so I guess if I had to give an answer, I'd probably be Vegas for that reason. With LA Kings, you know, I feel like, yeah, we're, I mean, we, we've lost, what is it now? Like eight of our last nine. I was really hoping that they would you know, kind of turn a corner there after that road win against Carolina. I think that was a huge win. And then we show up today and lose five and one to Dallas. Um, it, it was a back-to-back game on the road at the end of a road trip. So maybe you can point to that a little bit, but I think coming home for this next little homestand and this next stretch of games, I think it's a fairly easy schedule. I think we need to get back to our winning ways. If they start winning again here, kind of to close out the month of January, I think I'll be pretty happy with it. If they really start to, if they continue their struggles here towards the end of the month, I might start worrying a little bit more. Um, but if you look at them now, you know, they're still in a divisional uh, playoff spot. Um, they still have games at hand. They're still, I think overall, like playing pretty good hockey. I just think that just the puck is not going their way right now. Um, overall, I'm not too overly concerned about it. It's frustrating for sure. Especially like, like the last like four games, it's like we've blown a three uh, third period lead and, lost in overtime like it just seems like it's deja vu all over again for the last like four weeks or whatever it's been so um that's been it's been frustrating time right now but i'm not i'm not raising the white flag uh, um right now and i I think all three of these teams will be playoff teams at the end of the year i like that um it's funny you mentioned you know giving up alex he mentions giving up uh leads and then losing in overtime that's been toronto's problem too um same question as as tyler which do any of these teams really concern you at this point or is this just a little skid? Um, 
I kind of a similar answer to Tyler, I think too. Like, I think I'm not overly worried that all three of these teams won't make the playoffs. Um, if I had to choose one, kind of the weirdest. So this can kind of be a weird answer. The one I'm the most worried about is the Knights right now. And it's mostly because Eichel is going to be out for a while and he's probably their best player. I mean, you can, you know, choose, pick and choose, I guess, but Jack Eichel's legit and having him out is a little bit of a worry, but also the one that I think could potentially still make the deepest run is also still the golden Knights. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it it's kind of weird. Like I think at the moment I'm a little worried. And if Eichel can't come back, I don't, you know, it's hockey. So it's just lower body injury. I don't really know what that means. Um, he could potentially come back and be fine. Um, Toronto is going to make the playoffs and then lose in the first round because they're the Dallas Cowboys of the NHL. That's what they do. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Like they, they get up in games. They're up two Oh, in like every fucking game they play and then lose it in the third period and then lose in overtime. It's really annoying, but at least we're like getting some points out of it. Like you got to kind of look at the silver lining here. Um, I would really love to see the Kings make like one move at the deadline to get some little bit of offensive juice somewhere because, or just have our own juice, AKA Adrian Kempe start scoring like a little bit more um, because it's like a two Oh lead every, every night that they lose. And I know two Oh leads are the worst lead to have in hockey, but like, Oh, it's, it is frustrating, but I think they'll turn it around. They're just not scoring right now. And that's what they were doing at the beginning of the season was they were kind of outscoring the goaltending problems. And then Cam Talbot just decided to be legit. And then the scoring kind of dropped off. So hopefully it's just a little bump in the road. Um, but well, I guess we'll see. I agree with Tyler. If it's not like a little bit better by the end of January, I'll be more worried about the Kings. Yeah. These are, are yeah. I think two of them are fine. Yeah. Uh, those two being the two teams in the West and the Pacific division specifically. Uh, I think the golden Knights, uh, the golden Knights are, are not only without Jack Eichel now, but they have been without Aiden Hill. They've been without Shea, Shea Theodore. That's that, that's been huge. And they've also had um, wild bill and Chandler Stevenson miss some time. Like they're, they're facing the same type of issues. They were last or a few years ago. And I think that's a problem. LA Guys, can we talk about PLD, Pierre Luc Dubois for a sec? <laughs> like, that's th- this trade is kind of uh, concerning. I mean, for me, all Jets, yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I, as an Oiler fan, I mean, I I, I was really worried. Uh, I, I initially I was worried about the PLDR, but then then you think and and think back what Gabe Velarde did to us at times. Like, he was a pain in the ass <laughs> to say the least. And PLDR just doesn't, or Pierre Luc Dubois just doesn't have that, uh, you know, feel right now. But I think I think he's going to figure it out, and 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 they should be okay. But that that is something that is kind of concerning me, especially. But I think they're going to be fine. I'm very worried about the Toronto Maple Leafs, guys. Um, I think, and this is coming from a Oilers fan. I know that this is the uh, the pot calling the kettle, but uh, they're really, really top heavy and they don't have good, they have bad goaltending and we have better and the Oilers have better goaltending and they have shit D. And I just think that every time that the Maple Leafs skid, here come the Red Wings, here come Tampa Bay. And it's tight in this, in this, um, in this race. And I am not sure that they're going to be able to do it this time. I don't know. I'm, I, I, I know it's crazy to say, and I'm saying that because I'm a hater, but I, I look at this team and I think, wow, I, I, I you know, you, 
you have everything. You guys should be fine, but I, I just I just don't know. And 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 I guess time will tell um, where they end up. But uh, what, that's gonna that's gonna um, lead us right into our predictions for uh, you know for the for the standings. So right now um, we have Boston in first in the Atlantic. We have Florida in second in the uh in the atlantic and we have toronto in third in the atlantic after i just said that they weren't gonna play off, so there's that uh we in the metro we have the new york rangers we have the philadelphia flyers in second still which is insane to me and in that third spot carolina has really turned their season around they kind of have done the same thing that the the oilers have done just at a little uh less rapid of a pace. They also weren't in dead last so there's that uh and detroit's taking the first wild card and tampa bay is just sticks around and they're in there in that third spot as well. Um, I want to, I wanted to give you guys your last quarter's predictions, but would you rather me tell you after, or do you want me to tell you now? And does that give you, cause that maybe gives you some idea of what to pick. <laughs> Uh, after I don't want to, I don't want to influence my picks. I yeah. love that. Okay. That's Same. that. That's what I was hoping for, but I didn't want to, you know, I wanted to give you guys that choice. So, yeah, um, I was last time. so let's go, let's start with you, Tyler. Give me your top three in the Atlantic top three in the Metro and your wild card picks. Okay. So top three in Atlantic, I'm going to go, I'm going to stick Boston and Florida. I think I was not giving Florida enough credit last time. I'm pretty sure I didn't even have them in there if if I remember correctly. So my bad Florida, but I'm going to have you in there now. And that third one, I'm going to go Detroit. I think Detroit is playing a lot better. And I think that they're going to kind of ride off in that third um, spot there in the Atlantic. And then in the Metro, I think Rangers are the class of that division. The Flyers are surprising, um, but I think that Carolina is going to catch them for two. I'm going to keep Philadelphia there in third. Um, and then my two wild card spots. Um, I'm gonna go Toronto is gonna be one of the wild card spots. And then dude, this last one is so tricky. Um Pittsburgh is not a team that I just well, I don't know why they don't give me a lot of confidence, but based on where we are right now, I think Pittsburgh is gonna be that second wild card with Tampa Bay dropping out. Okay. Um the that's that's good stuff. That is that is good stuff. So do you think Tampa Bay is gonna drop out? So Alex, before I give you your guys' picks for the East, what is your picks for the second quarter qual? Yes. So starting in the Atlantic, um, I also still have Boston in the one. Um, and then I have Florida in the two. Tyler, this is where we differ completely. Tampa in the wow. three. Tampa in three. And you know why? Because they said today they're not trading Stamkos, and I think they are going to rally around that shit. Also, because I really want a Florida, Florida first oh my round. God, that would so be amazing. That's we, why I, we mostly why that I picked that because I want that to happen. Please. Uh, <laughs> in the Metro, same thing. The Rangers are a freaking wagon. Uh, I'm also going to pick the Canes to go number two. Another shocker, Pence in the third spot. Dude, Sid is on pace to score 50 this year. If he scores 50 at 50 years old, that's wild. That is wild. Um, and then I have Toronto as the one. I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna squeak in. And then I have the Flyers. I think I don't don't trust that pick at all, but they're just not going away. And sometimes teams don't do that. So I'm gonna say the Flyers squeak in, which means Detroit is out for me. Detroit is out for you. Okay. So I'll, I'll go first. I am going to say the Florida Panthers are going to be first in this, in the, in the Atlantic. They are only four behind and Florida looks so fucking good. I'm going to say Boston Bruins are going to hit. 
And in the third, um, I am going to say Tampa, it's going to happen. Um, for the first, I actually think Carolina is going all the way back and they're going to be first. Um, I, if you actually watch the Rangers lately, they don't look as, as fantastic as I thought. Um, New York is going to stay in that second spot and I am going to have Philadelphia take that, that, um, that's that, uh, thir- uh, third spot. I just think that Torts has them doing the right things. And, and I absolutely love that. I have Detroit, uh, in the first wild card spot and I had the Pittsburgh penguins in the, uh, but you do have Toronto falling out. I do have Toronto falling off. Yeah. And is that uh, a, is that a pick with your head or with your hatred? Or like a little bit of both. It's a little bit of both, guys. Um, I, I I understand. I understand that the Edmonton Oilers are good. I and I'm, but you just gave up another two goal lead and lost in regulation. <laughs> like I, I don't know how you guys do that. I don't know how you do that. Like you can't do that multiple times in a week. One off is fine, especially against the five flying Oilers team. But you can't like this is multiple times this week. So um, I I'm out. I'm out on Tampa Bay. I think they're over. Okay. Um, uh, okay, Alex, you had Boston, Toronto, Detroit, mm. New York, Carolina, Pittsburgh, Florida, and New Jersey. You didn't even have Tampa Bay until... No. Yeah. And now I'm well, picking them third. And now you're picking them third. I love that. I absolutely love that. Tyler, you had Boston, Detroit, Toronto, New York, Carolina, New Jersey, Tampa Bay, and Pittsburgh. So a couple differences, but not too, not strained too far. I had Boston, Florida, Toronto, which obviously that's changed. I still had Carolina, still had New York and I had Washington before they really fell off and Tampa Bay and Detroit. So, um, I still, I thought, I guess I love Philly now. So well, like we're that. all out on Detroit or we're all out on New Jersey now. Like we all think. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. I, it's too tight, man. I mean, New yeah. Jersey is just falling. Like there's and without, too much yeah, and without Jack Hughes, that's, tough it's tough i you know I, I just don't know how they do it and uh, i don't have james's picks but we'll get them um in in the coming days whatever uh let's move over to the west let's start with you alex three central three pacific and two wild cards all right in the central i have a feeling we're all going to pick the same three teams yeah. i don't really know what order they're going to go in and i i'm just going to pick colorado because they're i think the best one uh and now i'm going to go jets and then i'm going to go stars um I don't, I feel like they could all end up with like 110 points each. Like I have no idea. <laughs> right? yeah. uh, in the Pacific, I have the Vancouver Canucks number one. I really thought about picking the Oilers. I'm picking the Oilers too. I know I didn't pick them to make it last time and they proved me wrong. So shout out Oilers. And then I have the Knights in the three uh, Kings as the first wild card. And then the Seattle Kraken number two. Wow. The Kraken are going to take over that spot over Nashville, which I think is a safe pick. All, all, all things considered. Um, although, I mean, maybe not. I mean, I mean, Nashville is just like a cockroach. I've said that in my uh, power rankings. They just don't go away, too. Uh, but I do like the Seattle Kraken lately. They have looked very good, even though they are on a two-game skid. Tyler, your turn. All right. So, Central, I got Jets one. I think I had Jets won the last time. Um, I just, I, I like this team a lot. And I, sorry, my dog is going crazy. I'm only one home right now. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, and then I got, I'm going to go, uh, avalanche two, Dallas three, um, in the Pacific, this one's really, I, I think Vancouver's going to get that one spot. I think they're just, they're playing great hockey. But yeah. Between Vegas, LA and Edmonton, that's really tough, but I think I'm going to go Edmonton two. 
I think LA is going to hold on for the three. Vegas falls to the first wild card, and I got Smashville hanging on for that second wild card. Yeah, I also want the king. Well, I don't want the Kings to be three because I don't want to play the Oilers in the first round again. Yeah, so I thought about that too. That's I just like, want to play something different. Like <laughs> yeah, that, that's fair. I just want to play somebody different. That's fair. I, I got it. Yeah, actually, I I got to admit, I'm, I'm I'd be scared to do that because you know they say about playing three playing a team three times in, in a season, it just doesn't happen. Three series in a row, back to back to back. That, it just can't work out for us again. Just can't. If, if the Buffalo <laughs> Bills beat the Kansas City Chiefs, that's a good sign for the Kings being able to beat the Oilers. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I don't like so, it. I, I think this is the year of Do this for me, buddy. Third don't time's like a charm. <laughs> don't like it. <laughs> Too scary. Too scary. Um, for me, uh, I'm going to say Winnipeg is going to take the spot uh, in the top. Um, I'm going to say, I'm actually going to say Dallas Stars um, are take the second spot and Colorado falls to th- falls to um, uh, three. That being said, guys, I would say that the first spot in the, in the central may be the most important spot in this entire playoff bracket because would yeah. you want to play the, any of the other two teams in your yeah. division? Heck, Fucking no! <laughs> that, was, that, that series is going to be electric. Um, I th- I do think Vancouver hangs on, um, and I do think Edmonton takes us takes the second spot. They're just playing too hot right now. Um, I'm going to take Vegas in the second spot, much like um, uh, uh, Alex said. And uh, I'm going to give the nod to Los Angeles. They they did enough in the beginning to to make the playoffs. I think um, they're going to be okay. Uh, for my for my last spot. <sighs> It's, it's this one's tough. I Do think uh, I, I think I'm gonna I think sharks. <laughs> I think I'm gonna take um, Seattle as well. Um, I, I think Seattle can can figure. They're finally figuring out there's the goaltending and and that whole story. So, um, Alex, you started with Dallas, Colorado, Minnesota. Remember when Minnesota yeah. was good guys? I was trying to go. I was trying to go all in. I but was Minnesota trying. was good at the time. They were like um, three points out, and it's all falling apart. Uh, <laughs> Vegas, L.A., Vancouver. Winnipeg and Arizona in the wild card spots. Mm-hmm. You were fading Winnipeg, and they have they have given you yeah. back their lunch. Dude, uh, I, was, I was trying to go big. It didn't go well. Tyler, you actually had Colorado first, and then oh, Winnipeg, no. and then Dallas. You had L.A., Vegas, Vancouver, Arizona, <laughs> and then Edmonton. Uh, wow. wow. Um, and I had Colorado, Dallas, Arizona. I was, I was off. Dude, the Arizona has just fallen apart. There was, was so, off the such a fun story for like yeah. three months. I was off the rails there. Uh, <laughs> Vegas, Vancouver. I'm sorry, LA, Vegas, Vancouver, Winnipeg, and then Edmonton. Obviously, the Edmonton Oilers have just rattled off 11 wins, and <laughs> they just can't stop winning now. Uh, so that's changed. So there's that. Um, and so we'll see how the, how the third. Uh, 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 quarter goes and, and we'll kind of go from there. Uh, the last thing I have is the key matchups. Um, last week was tough for me. I went 0 and 3. <laughs> but Alex, you went 3 0, buddy. Bang. 3 0, back in it. Tyler, you went 2 and 1, and so did James 2 and 1. That. Uh, so that makes James, uh, that may, I'm still 12 and 9 because of my strong, uh, you know, middle there. Alex, uh, you, imp- uh, Tyler, you too are 12 and 9. Cause you had a great stretch uh, and both Alex and James are 11 and 10. So height. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, now let's move on. Let's move on to the next key matchups that we have after I just click this button. I have Seattle joining the Edmonton Oilers 
in Edmonton. Uh, Seattle, both teams are, are hot right now. Alex, who do you got? Uh, I'll go Edmonton. Uh, what about you, Tyler? I will also go Oilers here. So did James said Oilers. You know what, guys? I'm going to take the crack in here. I don't know how they, the Oilers win 12 in a row. <laughs> and if they're going to lose a game, I'm okay with losing against Seattle before you lose on Saturday to the Calgary Flames at Hockey Night in Canada. So if you're going to take your loss, take it on Thursday. Um, New York is headed to Vegas. Uh, two interesting. This is an interesting one. Where do you where do you sit, Tyler? Rangers. Rangers here. Okay. What about you, Alex? I'm going to go Rangers beat Vegas and then lose to the Kings on Saturday. So <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I'm going to actually take the Rangers as well. And James said Vegas. So he's on his own there. So we'll see if. If it pans out for him. And then finally, we have the best matchup of the weekend, much similar to Alex's uh, sh- shitty team weekend or matchup from last week or two weeks ago. The Ducks are headed to San Jose. <laughs> Alex, what do you got in this classic California matchup? Classic California matchup. Um, and just like the team that has one Stanley Cup and one that has none, I'm picking the Ducks. You're picking the Ducks. Tyler, what do you got? I'm also going to go Ducks here. So did James. No surprise there. Quack, quack. I think the Ducks are going to win that. Um, and that's uh, that's all she wrote for hockey, guys. Um, I think I'm hosting next week, so you get a break from me. All right, Traden. Thank you very much. Uh, hopefully, all of our uh, quarterly picks go better. Arizona, you really fucked us. Uh, <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. And then Tyler is leading the basketball segment. Welcome back, everyone. Obviously, I am hosting. Um, and Tyler honestly kind of needed something to talk about while we wait for some more signings and spring training to start. Uh, so he and I kind of collabed on this, and he's going to take over. And I'm going to tell you what that is in like 45 seconds. But <laughs> I just as a quick kind of update for uh, the basketball marquee matchups, we had James go 0 and 3 last week. Rough situation. Ooh. James. Uh, Tyler, you went two and one trade in, you went one and two and I went three and oh, so I'm s- completely snow between hockey and basketball last week. Damn. Uh, pretty proud of that. Um, unlike hockey where we're all bunched together, it's not that in basketball, uh, trade and you sit at 10 and 20, uh, not great. <laughs> uh, if it makes you feel any better, James is 11 and 19. So you guys are one game apart. I'm at 18 and 12 and Tyler's at 19 and 11. So there's kind of like two teams at the top and two teams at the bottom. You could even put us into, I would say maybe tears and that <laughs> oh. hey, if you guys could see Tyler's screen, you would see what we are doing. Um, we're going to do a tier list, but Tyler, this is your segment. So take it away. Yes. First of all, thank you, Alex, for the assist on this segment. Um, as you mentioned, you know, baseball off season, you know, it's start talking with segments. So Alex brought this great idea of doing tier lists. I'm sure you guys have seen these on, on the internet everywhere. So, um, you know, this was an idea I thought we were going to do, and I'm glad we're finally getting to do it. Um, so Alex, thank you for the assist there. We're going to, you know, since we're not, you don't have your basketball segment, we're going to do uh basketball teams, but we're specifically doing the NBA Eastern conference, um, as they stand here in the middle of January. Um, 
So if you're not familiar with tiers, it's basically five different levels and we're going to go through each team and put them where we believe that they belong. Um, so from top to bottom, our tier um, categories are as follows. Conference favorite, which is going to be one team. So to figure out which team deserves to be in that top spot of conference favorite. And the second tier is deep playoff threat. Third tier is a playing team. Fourth tier is who cares. And fifth bottom team is booty cheeks. Um, so we're going to go through those, um, each, each uh, James is not here, but I do have his, um, his teams that he was given, uh, what, what, what tier they are. So we'll go through those as we get them. And then, um, so everyone has five teams and we're going to go through it. We're going to debate it. We're going to see where we go. I'm just going to go in order of the logos. Um, there's a pretty, pretty random, I think, um, I just uploaded them. That's how they showed up. So we're just going to go that way. So uh, we're going to lead off here with the Charlotte Hornets and Alex, I believe you have the Hornets. So where would you yeah. place the Hornets here? Yeah. So the Hornets, um, this is actually tough because I, there, I think they're somewhere in between who cares and booty cheeks. Um, <laughs> they're not quite full booty cheeks because of some other teams located in Michigan and our uh, nation's capital. And so I'm going to say they're in who cares. Um, because I think they still have exciting players, but like they're bad. They're eight and 29. They've lost five in a row. They're one and nine in their last 10. Like, oof, but I'm going to put them in who cares. Yeah. All right. Who cares about the Charlotte Hornets? Um, trade in. We have the Milwaukee Bucks up next. Where do you put in them? The Milwaukee Bucks are one of those teams that, you know, is, is a perennial, you know, contender. It seems like, think that the conference favorite is going to be the biggest debate, right? And I, and the Milwaukee that, um, but are they the conference favorite at this point? I don't think so. So deep playoff threat is where they have to go, guys. I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I, I also agree. Um, I really wanted to, I'm a big bucks guy. You know, I think conference here is where I would like to put them, but if I'm being completely honest, I think there's another team that probably deserves that right now. They fixed um, their defense. I think you could see them improve but their defense they're 19th in defensive rating even though they can score like crazy that's just not gonna gonna do it for you in deep play, even a deep playoff run so yeah i mean that's what they the dame they're gonna score more with dame but they're gonna have less defense than with drew holiday that's just you know roughly what that trade kind of did but yeah that's tough no uh moving on to the new york knickerbockers uh alex yeah this one was tough for me because the Knicks are one of those teams where they could be good, but they're like, they've been better since that trade that we talked about a couple of weeks ago, but I, I can't like in my mind, deep playoff threat means you can make a conference finals. Like you can win, potentially win two series. And I don't think the Knicks are that team. So while they could end up being like the six seed, I think I, I think they're a, would go playing. But if you guys disagree, you let me know. You know, I think after the trade and kind of they're playing, I think I think they're teetering on that deep playoff threat. Um, I think like, there's there's a lot of top heavy teams in the Eastern Conference. I just don't know if they're quite there, but I I almost want to put them in deep playoff there because I feel like they're almost better than a playing team too. But trade, what do you think? Yeah, they're they're a tough one. <laughs> they're tough, but they're but uh, <laughs> how many how many teams realistically can we put in deep playoff threat? I mean, like. There's one in the conference favorite, like four. Yeah. So three or four. I mean, right now the Knicks are seven. So, and they're, you know, they're well, I'm okay but they're be- well without, see the, the t- here's the thing guys, a play-in team. And, and there's a, there's a, there's a tier in between play-in team and deep, yeah. play, and deep playoff threat, right? That's the tough part. 
I think I just okay. don't know which side of if you have to pick one. Yeah, put them which in. Side is it on? And I would say for now, and then as we get to other teams, if we feel like wow, the Knicks don't belong in that group. We'll yeah, win. that's fair. I All right. Yeah, I think that's there good. can only be four play or what? Yeah, four playing teams, right? And right. I guess they are one right now. So there's that. Yep. No. <laughs> uh, next up, we have the Orlando Magic. Uh, a little bit of a surprise team to start the year trade. You got the Magic. Where are you tr- putting them in? <sighs> the Orlando Magic offensive rating twenty second, tied for twenty second, and the defensive rating is fourth. That's 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 good. Um, who cares? <laughs> Really? Dang. I I would put them as a play-in team. You think? I mean, I don't know. I mean, they're four right. games up on the Bulls. Yeah, I, I guess. But then again, it's it's <laughs> we're talking about the Bulls and the Nets. Like this is not the deepest of play-in teams either. So, right. uh, but I, I guess if you, I guess there has to be a play, uh, some spots for who cares. I, I I could put the Orlando Magic in the in the play-in team. They they, they They've been they've been pretty okay as of late. I mean, See, I feel their like home the, records thirteen and five. I love that. So fuck it. Look at the Magic or in who cares that the Knicks have to be a playing team. You know? Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. Well, again, playing. we can we can we can readjust once they're all there. I think the yeah, playing team probably is a better spot. Yeah, you I I would also agree. I think you know the Magic. You know, I think if we started, if we did this tier list at the start of the season, they would be in who cares. But I think I think they've proven enough yeah. to where they can be put up in that playing team ranking so um yeah we're gonna, we're gonna move the magic up into playing team tier uh moving on we have the toronto raptors which are one of james's team he had the raptors in the who cares range do we agree or disagree yeah i would agree with that they're they're very they're tiptoeing they're tiptoeing yeah they're, I, they're the most like just who cares team <laughs> yes yeah but but what i mean is like we all they're almost they're tiptoeing in booty cheeks guys <laughs> like yeah they're i mean but like if the if the if the raptors are booty cheeks the hornets are booty cheeks for sure yeah I, I say, yeah. yeah i guess that's fair at least rj barrett's balling back in canada so yeah i think I think by season's end, it would not surprise me if the Raptors were booty cheeks. But as of right now, I think they're still in the who cares range. They're not quite total dog shit. That's fair. Yeah. Um, moving on to the Indiana Pacers, which James also had. Uh, he had them in the play-in team range. Agree or disagree? Yeah, I think that's... I would agree. I think they they just don't have... Good, potentially, if Siakam gets traded to there, maybe different. But I think right now... They're, they feel like a play-in team. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair where they're at right now. Um, you know, definitely not. They're having, they're having a decent year. You know, I think they'd like to be better than where they're at, but I think playing teams are pretty fair. Pretty fair, yeah. Uh, for James's third in a row, we have the 76ers, uh, arguably a conference favorite contender, but he had them in the playoff threat, um, which I would personally agree with, but what do you guys think? I would agree with that, which is yeah. why... like. Oh man, the Knicks are tough. <laughs> we'll leave them in there for now, but like in my mind, the Bucks and the Sixers are much better than the Knicks. For sure. Like for sure. they're a step ahead. Yeah. But I also think the Knicks are better than the Magic or the Pacers. So <laughs> maybe we should have done six years. But that's maybe. a huge problem. Should have done that. Or or we could consider the play-in team as also just a playoff team. Like uh, yeah. you know, like 
we maybe we expect the play-in teams to potentially win the play-in tournament to move in. You know what I mean? Like Ooh, I like that. You know, that's I, how I think, I'm going to start thinking about it. Okay, I'm going to put in my official vote that the Knicks get moved down. Agreed. Well, I've been majority rules there, so uh, Knicks Knicks moving down to playing team. I I do agree. It it does it did seem wrong for them to be a deep playoff threat. I'm not going to lie. I think yeah. they feel a little bit better there in playing team. Um. All right, moving on to the Miami Heat trade, and you got the Heat. Yes, sir. Here, guys. I mean, they're they're the bona fide playoff threat, deep playoff threat. Like that's yeah. that's the Miami Heat. And here's what's crazy, guys, is they they're doing this. They're six hundred right now, six hundred uh, win percentage. They're doing this without Jimmy Butler out or with Jimmy Butler out a lot. They are nine and six and average one hundred and ten points per game without him in the lineup. I understand that the wins that they that they uh, notched were against not so great teams, but wins are wins guys. And, and we know what Jimmy buckets can do in the playoffs. I mean, they're the literally this tier was made for them. Yep. Agreed. Yeah, I do agree there. Um, just a team that's consistently great. Um, I guess is what their culture is or whatever the hell the Jersey says, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on to the Chicago bulls, uh, James put them in the who cares range, which I could not agree more. Um, Chicago bulls who gives a shit about the Chicago bulls. Yeah, the only reason people care about the Bulls is to see where their starter players potentially get traded. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. They I don't understand why that team's not better, honestly. Like it is wild. Um they 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 could turn into the new Detroit Lions of just like just decades of just absolute shit for a long time. After like all of a sudden and then all of a sudden be great. Yeah. yeah. But the, but also the Bulls have like an historic, obviously, run, and the Lions have never done that. Yeah, the Lions have never had. Yeah, Michael I think Jordan. I think the Bulls were so good, dominant for that you know entire decade that I think the sports gods are like, you need to suck for a long period of time. <laughs> yeah, it's only fair. All right, uh, moving on to the Boston Celtics, Alex. See, this is my conference favorite right now. I think we can make arguments for Milwaukee and Philly. In my mind, Boston's been the best team in the East so far. Um, and they've stayed healthy relatively. And I feel like they're they're playing. I mean, they're 31 and 9. Um, they haven't lost a game at home yet. They're 19 and 0 at home. They're yeah. uh, they seem like the best team in the Eastern Conference by far for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that <laughs> felt like an easy one. Yeah. I think the wet when we get to the West next week, yeah. that would be a crazy conversation. Here's the thing, guys. Uh, the, the, the addition of Kristaps Porzingis is magical for this team. I think Working out fantastically. Like, he's fantastic. All the, yeah. It's dude. Their team is, they're incredible. And when you have that threat beyond what you already have in Tatum and beyond, like, it's just, I don't know how anybody beats them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, you got you got those deep playoff threats that are there. They're they're going to be hungry when it when it comes down to beating this team in a seven game series. But as of right now, I think it's the Celtics the clear cut favorite. Um, the only thing that's going to happen that we know is going to happen is Miami's going to beat them in the playoffs. So. I mean, that's you know, that's that's why they're there, right? I mean, shit, that's playoffs are a fucking wild in every sport. It's just you never know what to expect. You just there. never know. Um, moving on to the Atlanta Hawks trade. Ah, oh, the Atlanta Hawks. Um, <laughs> I don't. I know that the we've we've talked good things about the Hawks in the past, but as of late, it's just like the, 
they suck defensively. <laughs> they're 27th in, in defense. They're ninth in offense, which is great, but that still loses you more games than wins if you're if uh if your net rating is is a negative number. I I just don't care. So do, is, is who cares too mean? I, I just don't care. No, I feel like that's I yeah. they're not quite booty cheeks, but they're I think who cares is I the Atlanta Hawks feels like that's who this was made for. Who cares? Yeah, it's yeah. definitely a team. You know, it was like two years ago they made the playoffs, um, and it seems like a team that you know was going to be fun to watch going forward. In the last couple of years, it's been so disappointing, and now it's just more like I eh, no one cares anymore. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. fucked it up. Sucks, suck. Um, moving on to the Brooklyn Nets, Alex, you got the Nets. Yeah, this is also a team that I think could be a play in, but I don't think they're that good. I think if they, if everything was going well, they feel like a who cares. They're in that same league, I guess, as the Bulls and the Hawks, just like a, you could be fun, but like, who cares? Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Who cares? Um, moving on to the Washington wizard trade. Oh God. I mean, the, <laughs> the, the only team that is even worse than the regular booty cheeks is the next team we talk about. So like, is Washington have a, any chance of coming out of booty cheeks? No, <laughs> they're these two teams are each cheek. Just <laughs> yeah. You know? Now, now what's nice though is that they're not as bad as the next team. So, which we almost is like even more booty cheeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, no. I think it's only fitting that there's two teams in the booty cheeks, as I was mentioning. <laughs> they're the, the the right and left cheek. Um, then the next one, which James had was the Detroit Pistons, which he, you know, thankfully wasn't an idiot and put them in the booty change tier. So, <laughs> and I think that's, um, probably the most obvious ranking of any sport. If you're doing these for everyone, um, what's the worst record in NBA history? Does anybody know that off the top of hand? Uh, I've looked it up. Or do I have to look it up? I've looked it up before and it's bad, but I mean, they're four. Oh, 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 wait. No, that's not. Uh, that's were the Charlotte Bobcats a thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, into the, okay, the, so I remember them. Considered the worst team of all time, the Bobcats failed to improve. Uh, with a oh, they they didn't just do with a point with a uh, one hundred six winning percentage. So I don't know what that would. Have, that's very be close to where they're at now. The right now, had a one a one hundred winning percentage right now. Yes, mm-hmm. and so they're actually below that. So. <laughs> We'll see. I, bet they, I bet they get better than that 106, but there's seven and 59, seven and 59. So the, the Hornets just need to, I mean, the Hornets, the Pistons just need to win four more games. You know, then yeah, that's, that's easy. It's halfway through the season. They're on, they're on pace. I guess. Yeah. It's going to be close if they don't like figure it out. Yeah. Oh God. Damn. All right, we got one more team to round out the tier list. Ladies and gentlemen, Alex, you got them, and it's the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yes. So I think they're a deep playoff threat. In my mind, the Cavs are better than Pacers, Magic, Knicks. I think if we put them like in an order of deep playoff threats, the order like left to right we have them in is Bucks, Sixers, Heat, Cavs. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Like the Cavs feel like the least likely deep playoff threat, but it also wouldn't surprise me if they won a couple of series. Cause I just think they're, if they get healthy, I think the Cavs can do it. Um, you know, they're currently fourth They're you know, they're good on, they're good on the road. They're good at home. 
they're seven and three in their last, you know, they have a, um, you know, 600 plus winning percentage. That's, that's pretty legit. Um, you know, they will be a 50 win team that feels like a, a good team. And like, they just feel like a better team than the teams we have in the play in, yeah. um, which is weird. Cause we're going to, you know, doing the math, two of those, who cares teams will have to play in the play in tournament. Hmm. Yeah. The two oh, that are in there move, now is Chicago move to up. Maybe I well, think like, Chicago sells and Toronto sells. Then who it's in like Atlanta sells. Like, I don't think Charlotte's going to get there. What about, I think maybe we can move Brooklyn up in the plane. Okay. I'd be okay with that trade. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, I guess got if, to. You, if, if you want if you got to do the math, I guess that, I guess that makes sense. It's just, I mean, at the end of the day, you need 10 teams. We still only have nine <laughs> in the, in a, I think that's fine. I, don't yeah, think I think that's fine. fine, but I think, I think we had too many and who cares. And I think at the end of the day, like, like I said, there has to be a couple of playing teams. And I think, you know, like you said, I think that's the one team that can probably hold on because they're not really going a certain direction. They're kind of just probably going to stay where they're at. Yeah. They agreed. I mean, they've lost three in a row though. So it's just, it's not, I mean, let's just forget <laughs> sample size. <laughs> all right um i think we did it um so to recap there are eastern conference series at the top conference here we have the boston celtics our deep playoff threats are the milwaukee bucks philadelphia 76ers miami heat and cleveland cavaliers our playing teams the orlando magic indiana pacers new york knicks and brooklyn nets who cares charlotte hornets toronto raptors atlanta hawks and chicago bulls and the two booty cheeks, the Washington Wizards, and the Detroit Pistons. I think we did a pretty good job here, boys. So, uh, uh, well done. Um, I'll definitely take a screenshot of this and post it. Maybe we can get it on the on the interweb and all that good stuff. Um, but I think we'll keep doing these. Um, certainly, for the, we'll do, probably do Western Conference next week. Um, kind of round out the NBA, and maybe we'll do NHL after that. We'll see. Yeah, I love this idea. <laughs> Yeah. Tyler, thank you for, um, taking over for me for this one. Um, yeah, I, my plan is to run it back for the Western conference next week. I have a feeling we will have some more debate about that one with certain teams. I think that one's going to be tough, but Tyler, thank you for doing that. Um, and that, that's it. That wraps up this episode. Uh, James miss you, buddy. Can't wait to see you next, uh, this weekend. Actually jokes on you, James, I'm coming to visit. Um, <laughs> Other than that, everyone, have a great weekend. Enjoy the playoff football. Um, Enjoy hockey and basketball ramping up into the second half of their seasons. And um, yeah, have a great week. We'll talk to you next time. Bye.